Every week, journalists at the University of Florida's College of Journalism and Communications report important stories for the people of North Central Florida and beyond. So being in the history department, are you concerned there especially that there will be any top-down changes to how history is taught at the university? Shortly after students entered the ballroom, Sass was escorted to the third floor of the building where the general public was not allowed to go. What were the reactions of outgrad members when Ben Sass was named as the only finalist to become the next president of the University of Florida? What qualities were you looking for in a new president for the university? This is the Rewind from WUFT News. I'm your host today, Ezra Sheffield. I'll take you through the strongest reporting coming out of the college and a discussion with the people most familiar with these stories. On October 7th, the University of Florida's Presidential Search Committee announced Republican U.S. Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska as the sole finalist in their search. Before becoming senator in 2014, Sass was president of Midland University, a small Lutheran school in Nebraska. Sass's announcement was met with outrage from many UF students who cited his poor track record on abortion and LGBTQ issues as their primary concerns. This week, the Rewind team heard from faculty, students, and protesters about how they feel about Sass's nomination and what they are anticipating leading up to his approval. Alongside his announcement as the sole presidential finalist, Sass also announced he would be visiting the University of Florida during the following week to conduct a Q&A. Quickly, student organizations across campus started organizing protests. Producers Julia Cooper and Matthew Bell went out to see what the protests looked like and what students were saying in the days following. On Monday, hundreds of students filed into the Emerson Alumni Hall to protest the arrival of Ben Sass at the University of Florida. Third-year English major Isabella Adams shared her thoughts on the Republican senator from Nebraska being chosen as the sole finalist to become UF's next president. She spoke to a crowd of protesters from inside the Alumni Hall's President's Ballroom, where a live stream of Sass addressing faculty members played in the background. Shortly after students entered the ballroom, Sass was escorted to the third floor of the building where the general public was not allowed to go. This time that it's happening, we are having legislation passed that we are following that is regulating our intellectual freedom. We have HB7, HB 1557, the Don't Say Gay Bill, and they don't want us to talk about critical race theory. They don't want your voices to be heard. They don't want you to be allowed to ask questions. They don't want you to be able to question why our society runs the way it does because they are in power. The system is broken and it's broken on purpose. As the president of this university, that is just one extra step towards regulating your thoughts and freedoms. Your education has been cheapened. It, it, it's worth less now because of the way that our legislation has caused our university to conform to these kinds of norms and ideas. And Ben Sachs is only going to help perpetuate that and ultimately help create Ron DeSantis' America. Later in the week, we spoke with students across campus to see how they feel about the decision. 
Um, I'm Caitlin Seibert. I'm a fourth year anthropology major. As someone who is a part of the LGBTQIA community myself, um, I know his views on that are not great, um, and I can only imagine that they extend further into other areas that would not be great for such a diverse and inclusive campus that UF has. It is my last semester, so I feel like this doesn't affect me too much, but I do not care to see the future of UF go downhill. I can only imagine that people are going to be feeling more restricted in what they can say and how they can present themselves on campus. Um, just knowing that there's an authority figure um, who doesn't approve of some aspect of you, I can only imagine how detrimental that would be to individuals' perception of self. My name is Chris Matei. I'm a senior and I'm studying finance and philosophy. I just kind of viewed the, you know, the media around him and figured he was a polar, polarizing character. Like I said earlier, I mean, I know some people love him, some people hate him. Uh, I don't think I know enough about his politics to, like, really make any concrete um, decision about, like, you know, whether he's a good candidate, but that's just where I'm at right now. I think people need to inform themselves. Personally, I'm not informed. I don't know. I don't know what power like the president uh, of a university has in terms of like, you know, the granular things that you might learn uh, on a class-to-class -class, uh, level. So like, like I said, I don't know how much politics will influence like educational outcomes or even this like quality of life for students on campus. Like I'm, I'm really unsure. Uh, my name is Jonah Perry. Uh, I am a biochem major and I am a junior. I hate that Ben Sass is the sole finalist for UF's next president. I think that the confidentiality in the presidential search, which, you know, from what I've heard, was due in part to DeSantis's meddling, is just disgusting to me. And just the lack of transparency obviously led to a disgusting result which is a clearly political appointment from someone who debatably has experience as the president of a university and not debatably has little to no connection to Florida and definitely no connection to Gainesville. And that's without even getting into his abhorrent political views. I, I think that the you know majority of UF does not stand with his opinions whatsoever and his entire breed of selling himself as an you know a reasonable anti-Trump Republican based on one or two votes I believe the most notable vote was the vote to convict him in impeachment the second time does not in any way excuse him for his um, homophobic or you know, um, anti-student loan um, forgiveness beliefs. My name is Wilson Goins, and my major is computer science. My name is Jay Singh. My major is microbiology and cell science. My name is William Wiltshire, and my major is statistics. What is your opinion of the appointment as Ben Sass as U.S. president, and why? Uh, I think it's a poor decision because his experience in managing a college was of a very small college, not a big college like UF, and I think he is 
very far to one side of the political spectrum, and we need someone more down the middle. I'm not too knowledgeable on his pre- like his background, and also I'm still a freshman here, so I'm not sure about the what kind of responsibilities he might be good or bad at, so I haven't formed really an opinion yet. I too think that it was a poor decision on behalf of the university. I'm just concerned to see how his tenure will turn out for us. So were any of y'all at the protests at Emerson Hall on Monday? Yes, I was at the protests. I was not at the protests, and this is my first time hearing about them. I was not. I wish I could have been there. What qualities were you looking for in a new president for the university? Uh, I was looking for somebody with experience and somebody that would at least somewhat reflect my political beliefs or the majority of the political beliefs of the students on campus. I think as long as the president cares for their students and shows that they're making an effort to better the university, that's a good thing. The president should be willing to set aside any previous political beliefs and whatnot to be able to perform his duties in an unbiased way. That was Julia Cooper and Matthew Bell speaking with students and protesters about their first reactions to Ben Sass's nomination. As a political leader, many people are concerned over the possibility of Sass over-politicizing the role of campus president at an institution that stands to support academic freedom. Producer Julia Cooper spoke with campus student political leaders about their thoughts. Following the passage of several controversial laws, including the Stop Woke Act and Don't Say Gay Law, concerns over the politicization of non-political issues have been raised, including Ben Sass's nomination. Vice President of UF College Democrats Sabrina Briseno is worried about how Sass's qualifications in politics and leading a university of only 1,600 students will translate to UF. When they originally named Ben Sass, um, it seemed like he was a pretty moderate type of person with a little bit of experience. That's how UF painted him as, but when you actually research him, he's severely underqualified for the position. The university that he was president of had less than 2,000 students total when UF has over 50,000. So just on that basis alone, avoiding politics is absolutely underqualified. But even focusing on the politics, he's literally anti-student, anti-LGBTQ, anti-women, anti-climate change. Like He is a terrible representation of what this university is, and we're working really hard to make sure that if make sure working really hard to make sure that he doesn't become president but if unfortunately he does we're working hard to keep him accountable to represent us as students. Briseno says she and her organization are concerned about what might come of Sass's political views coming to campus. Ultimately the role of a UF president is just unfortunately to be the puppet of Tallahassee politics and you can definitely see that with Ron DeSantis definitely influencing who Ben Sass is and who the president will like and the position he'll be filling. Um, so Unfortunately, the future looks a little dark with Ron DeSantis thinking he can get control of the university and control of our academic freedom and everything. Um, he's just, we're really fearful that we're going to have such a bigoted president representing a student body that is really diverse. Um, so we're really worried about the future of the campus. President of UF College Republicans Matt Turner says campus Republicans remain split on the issue. I would just say it largely depends on how he acts Turner says that he's unsure about how campus might change with SAS in charge. I think that overall students might 
That was Julia Cooper speaking with Vice President of UF College Democrats Sabrina Briseno and President of UF College Republicans Matt Turner about their initial reaction to Sasse's nomination. Much of the criticism being levied at Sass revolves around his stance on LGBTQ issues. Notably, he responded to the passage of marriage equality in 2015 as disappointing, stating that marriage belongs between a man and a woman. At the University of Florida, there is a rich history of student-run LGBTQIA groups that help protect their members at times when they feel like the university may not. OutGrad is a group focused on providing resources to LGBTQIA and allied graduate and postdoctoral students at the university. Producer Nathaniel Wilson spoke with Maxine Donnelly, a co-president of OutGrad, about the concerns that Ben Sass's appointment brings for queer students at the school. We are in many ways a hundred people on a mailing list. We have an, an event at least once a month and sometimes more than once a month. We share memes, we share resources, and it is entirely student funded. We mostly do like potlucks and bring things out of our own money, and but that also has limited our reach to a certain extent. All that said is we are essentially just a bunch of random gays who came together because we did not feel like the either the graduate student organizations or the LGBTQ plus organizations, which were more focused on undergraduates, uh, were really serving us in the ways that we wanted to. And we have just been trying to keep that little flame alive. What were the reactions of outgrad members when Ben Sass was named as the only finalist to become the next president of the University of Florida? So many things have been happening in terms of LGBTQ plus issues in the state of Florida and in the United States over the past couple of years that a lot of us are just like so tired that we can't summon the, summon the energy to be outraged anymore. Most of us are just trying our best to like not be dead named at our, in, our, in our labs or to like get the scholarships we need to keep going on or to like work the two jobs that we're working. So I will say that, that there was not a huge overt reaction, but also I think a lot of the reaction was, oh my God, finally someone is paying attention because there was a lot of outcry about SAS in general amongst other groups and other organizations. Uh, so the Graduate Assistance United have helped to organize a protest that one of the same central problem points that they had with SAS was his anti-LGBTQ views and policy. So it was like, us as a group of people were like kind of dead-eyed about it like well i guess this is this might as well happen it's not any crazier than anything else that has happened but also there was a lot of like for lack of a better term like gratefulness that people actually cared about these issues we've all all been like dealing with and it's like okay finally somebody outside of us and other lgbtq plus groups cares enough to like organize around it so we were all like extremely extremely pleased to see the protest reaction and also to see the coverage by by uf by gainesville by national and international groups around what is going on on monday october 10th during his campus visit sass was asked about his previous comments about lgbtq plus people his response was to say that the law is the law and that he believes in the universal dignity of every person. What were the reactions to those comments? That sort of universalist dialogue, while it might have flown in 2009, does not fly with people today because the sort of like, oh, everyone is all the same. 
ignores number one the fact that not everyone is the same and ignores number two the fact that your comments in the past have actively harmed people like me that they were not just comments they were policy and number three is just it doesn't actually say anything you're not telling me what you're going to do to mitigate the problems that are already happening in, in, in uf and in florida it is not fooling anyone do you foresee any major changes coming out of the huge reaction to UF naming SAS as the finalist for the presidency? UF has been in the negative press so much in the past two to three years in particular around issues of transparency in hiring, transparency in like the backlash against professors not being allowed to testify in, in against the state, things of that nature. And fundamentally for UF, it's about the dollars, really. So I think if there is a looming threat that, say, for example, donors or alumni would take some of their money elsewhere if they see this as corruption or otherwise problematic, that might make an impact. And more to the point, if students, future or current students are driven away and U.S. dollar uh, sort of bottom line goes down, that might impact things. But fundamentally, I think that because it is a large institution, and also even though it is a state institution, it is a business, I think that UF will not really change that much unless we can make them hurt financially. And I have no money, but that is the only thing that I really see unless we get a change that is completely different from anything I've seen in the past six years. What are some other issues that listeners should be paying attention to? Recently, we have had a slight to moderate uptick in anti-LGBTQ plus vandalism here in, in Gainesville. The North Central Florida Pride Community Center was recently vandalized with slurs and having bricks thrown through their window. We're starting to see the on-the-ground impacts of the inflammatory language that people like Mr. Sass have been using as part of their political gains. So we've been seeing that even locally in Gainesville. And is there anything else you'd like to add? I want to really reiterate that this is not just a, oh, he hates the gays, and I'm not gay, so it's not a big problem. Mr. Sass has voiced and put in, in policy a number of things that are negatively impacting large swaths of the UF community in his home state of Nebraska. And while he will not be a politician here in Florida, if he, if he supports those kinds of initiatives, it is worrying. So things like the fact that he is opposed to reproductive health care, specifically pro-choice, that he is against the Build Back Better bill, which would have provided things like childcare and greater tax tax breaks for families. The thing like that he is against things like the abolition of student loan debt, that he is not all that knowledgeable about how a school like this operates, given his experience or lack thereof, that this is not just an issue of, oh, he said some gross things about gay people. It is an issue of, that is relevant to everyone here, but from the most vulnerable on us. Because what happens to one of us happens to all of us. Eventually, it's going to work its way back to you. You may think it's not going to impact you because I am a straight, white, cisgender man, but it is going to impact you. 
in terms of the kinds of people who will come or will no longer come to UF, the kinds of money that will come or will no longer come to UF, and the kinds of expertise that will be on top of the administration or the lack thereof. That was producer Nathaniel Wilson speaking with outgrad co-president Maxine Donnelly about what SAS's appointment could mean for LGBTQIA students. Many critics of SAS's nomination are also calling out the university's search process. Much of the search has been held behind closed doors thanks to a law that was passed during the March legislative session this year that kept any information about nominees or the process out of public record until 21 days before the official appointment. Paul Ortiz is the UF faculty union president and tenured professor of history. He has been vocal about academic freedom, First Amendment rights, and UF staff and faculty wages. Producer Jack Prater asked him about campus-wide reaction to Ben Sass being chosen as a finalist for UF's president search and the process that got him there. Could you just give a quick overview of the faculty unions and your own stance on Ben Sass being at this point a shoe-in for UF's president? The union per se doesn't have a position except for this. We feel that as faculty, it is important to uphold the traditions of academic excellence and rigor at the University of Florida. Our reputation is at stake. So we support rigorous peer review, for example. You alluded earlier to uh, Senator Sass's uh, history PhD. I don't know if the plan is for him to be tenured in the Department of History, but he has got to have an academic record. He has to have published to, to be a full professor. Typically with President Matchin, you know, President Fox um, after him, once you're uh, in the process of being appointed president or dean or provost or whatever the case may be, you have tenure in your home disciplinary department, you submit your CV, your academic portfolio to that department. And so what we're concerned about, I'd say the faculty, is that this presidential search process has somehow been allowed to go off the tracks and be conducted outside of the, the traditions of academic rigor and, and academic excellence that we worked so hard at the University of Florida to establish. And that's the main concern on that level, the lack of transparency. And I think it's been said, Jack, by many, by several faculty, I, I have seen quoted who, who've said something to the effect that, you know, if my department hired like this, we would be censured by our disciplinary association. You just can't announce a search and then have one finalist and then have really no process of peer review. In this case, community input in advance. You know, President Fox, for example, um, you know, I'd have to go back and look at, there may have been rallies, there may have been protests, I don't remember, but I think we were pretty satisfied. We met with President Fox in advance. You know, he had a number of different sessions um, when there was a, a, a short list of candidates. And when I'm told now, well, we can't do that anymore, I just don't buy that. I just don't believe that's true. I hate to say that. As you know, we've been involved in a lot of academic freedom um, struggles, and we I'm very proud to say that students, staff, and faculty at UF have really become a guiding light for universities all across the country in terms of our reputation for defending academic freedom and academic 
excellence. And we always pair those two. We believe that we have the, the faculty and the instructors, the counselors, librarians, uh, et cetera, et cetera, have to be free to have the same academic standards that our colleagues at Harvard have, and that that's going to benefit our students the most. Are you worried about some big changes coming soon? Uh, something that comes to mind is tenure and some Republicans in the state coming after tenure? The, uh, the, am I concerned? So I'm not concerned from Sachs um, because I, I think he'll take, if he does get the appointment, the learning curve for him is going to be very, very, very steep. Florida is not Nebraska. Uh, the University of Florida, you know, doesn't have, you know, we have academic traditions that he's going to have to learn. We have a student culture he's going to have to learn. You know, I've emphasized that he's going to have to adjust to our culture. We'll be welcoming to anyone who's appointed president because we want to see that person succeed. The political party is, is, is uh, neither here nor there. And people have asked me, they've said, well, you know, are you opposing him because he's a Republican? I don't care what the, his party is. What I care about is that he's going to do the right thing for students, staff, and faculty. My first question for him is, I want you to get the staff up to a living wage in Gainesville, President Sass. So what about it? I've worked with Republicans before. Bernie Matchin was a Republican. Kent Fox, I believe, is a Republican. Great working relationship with them. So the political party doesn't really matter. What matters is their care and concern for the University of Florida. But getting back to your question about tenure, yeah, we're, we're concerned, but not because of SAS per se. It's really because of what's happened at the statewide level. This post-tenure review is a roundabout way of trying to eliminate tenure. I, I noticed Senator uh, Representative Fine, unfortunately, at it again, talking about he feels SAS is, is being appointed to get rid of the woke uh, elements, remaining woke elements in the University of Florida. If I was an ally of Senator Sass, I would ask him to contact Representative Fine and tell Representative Fine, please do your job because you just made what sounded like a threat against people who have a certain political persuasion uh, at a large public institution. You just can't do that. I just, Jack, I can't get on the radio or my Facebook and say, you know, I don't want Republicans or Libertarians or, or Democrats at the University of Florida. I, I can't say that. That would be immoral, I think, for me to say it. But um, I might have the free speech right of saying it. But why would I say that? Why would, why would Randy Fine say what he said? So being in the history department, are you concerned there especially that there will be any top-down changes to how history is taught at the university? No, not with Senator Sass. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's going to be any top-down changes that because, again, if there were, if, if someone in the state was foolish enough to try to do top-down changes for any department on campus, they're taking that department outside of the traditions and the practices of, of that discipline. So, for example, in history, we have, we have very rigorous um, disciplinary standards set by the American Historical Association. So if, again, if the state tried to, to, to somehow sabotage those things, it would immediately undermine the academic reputation of those departments. And I don't think they're stupid enough to try to do that. I think that there might be rhetoric out there that says, well, you know, um, you know, we don't like the wokeism or whatever. Parents will not want to send their kids to a school that is seen as just bending in the wind to the whims of whoever the governor is. Doesn't matter if it's Republican, 
democratic, libertarian, or whatever the case may be. That was producer Jack Prater speaking with UF Faculty Union President Paul Ortiz about concerns with the university's presidential selection process. That's all for this episode. For more coverage of Ben Sass's nomination, including his next visit to the university on November 1st, make sure to check out wuft.org. The Rewind from WUFT News is produced by Matthew Bell, Julia Cooper, Jack Prater, Ezra Sheffield, and Nathaniel Wilson. Our executive producer is Ryan Basquez. WUFT News is operated out of the College of Journalism and Communications at the University of Florida. Remember to follow us at WUFT News on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest stories. Thank you for listening. I'm Ezra Sheffield. See you next week.